Welcome to My Journey, the podcast for individuals who are seeking to write their own stories while creating a more healthy life along the way. My name is Brian Pickowitz. This is My Journey. And now it's time to start yours. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to My Journey. I am your host, Brian Pickowitz. And I am your host, Lindsay Rayco. And we are so excited to have you here for today's podcast, today's episode. And what we're going to be talking about is how to get back into the zone with your fitness and health. Now, right now, there's a change in season, right? Like, we're going from spring to summer, we're going from quarantine to life, and a lot of things are becoming more socialized, meaning that we're starting to socialize more with friends, starting to socialize more with our, our family, we're starting to become more connected with coworkers. Things are changing, and if you're someone who is trying to get in that zone of health and you're struggling, or if you're someone who's been trying to do it and trying to do it and trying to do it, but you just haven't found the way, then that's what we're going to talk about today and give you some simple steps that you can utilize in your journey in order to really start to live more of the lifestyle that you want. Yeah, and I think that this is really, it's going to be a great topic to discuss because we've, we've had so many clients who feel challenged with finding balance in the summer. Specifically, at least a lot of my clients have, yeah. really yours have too. But when it comes to finding balance in the summer, it's like, it feels like there's no hope so that there's no chance of balance, so why try? Yeah. But what we're going to talk about is how to make it so easy that it just, it doesn't even really feel, it's such a smooth transition. Mm. Well, it doesn't feel like you're on or off. Well, it's almost like people feel like they have to do one or two things. They have to be extremely disciplined and hate their lives during the summer. They have to cut out all aspects of the things that they love and be really intense and really disciplined. And that's the, not the case. They don't really have to, but as someone who's done that before, it's easy to fall in that bucket. And then the other side is, oh, well, there's no case. There's no point. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lose the weight anyway. So right. I'm not going to progress. Yeah. At all, so. and, and it's interesting because we get stuck in this cycle of constantly losing weight, gaining weight, losing weight, dieting. And those paths of not being healthy ultimately persist until the point where we're in a position where we can't change. Mm -hmm. And so the point of this podcast is to give you some different action items that you can implement into your life today and actually start to make progress. And so mm -hmm. as you tune in on the live stream, hit that heart button, give us some love, feel free to comment your questions about how to live a healthy life in the summer. And what we're going to really focus on is just making it simple and easy. Yes, I would love to hear from you guys. If you're listening on iTunes, just start thinking about what the biggest challenges are for you when it comes to staying on track. I hate to say staying on track because then it's always like, oh, I fell off the wagon. But when it comes to having balance, continuing to progress and move forward throughout the summertime, what are the biggest things that come up for you? And if you're with us live on Facebook, let us know, comment below, what are the biggest challenges for you when it comes to summertime? Are there cookouts all the time? Yeah. Are you just never home so you can't cook like what are the things scheduling, that scheduling yes scheduling. i don't have the time it's like there's so many different pieces yes all right it's family activities things like that so. well it's so fascinating and this is more of an aside before we dive into the podcast and a lot of times people feel like they have to do so much and it's interesting because as fitness and health coaches we really aspire to promote discipline. Like I, I consider myself a highly disciplined person and I have no problem waking up at four in the morning, getting after it. Uh, we'll work all day long, we'll crush it. I'll still crush my miles. Like everything comes through discipline. But 
discipline is a staircase and you have to really start from where you're at and build that momentum. And one of the things I was talking about with you recently was there's so much pressure to change. We put all this pressure on ourselves and pressure is good in some sense because pressure, it's like, it's like a diamond. A diamond is the result of coal being under pressure and pressure and pressure and pressure and then it becomes a diamond. And that's great. So we want to have pressure on ourselves, but we don't want to put so much pressure on ourselves to be perfect that we can't actually move forward. And so I was talking to you recently because someone messaged me and was like, oh, well, the new me would have done, would have done this, but the old me would have done this. And I was like, there is no new you. There is no new you. There's never a new you. You're the same person. You're just making different choices. You're making different decisions. And the reason why that's so empowering is because then you can remove some of the pressure of feeling like you have to change yourself. It's like, oh, well, I have to go through this massive metamorphosis and become a totally different person. It's like, yeah, obviously in the context of some places, like, yeah, your decisions are going to change, your behavior is going to change, your personality is going to change, like all these different things are going to change. And yeah, you will feel like a new you, but you're still that same being. You still have the same soul, quite, quite frankly. And why it's important to see that is because it removes the pressure of feeling like you have to change yourself all the time. I was talking to another client recently and they were talking about, um, She's like, oh, I have all these things I want to change about my mindset. I have all these things I want to change about my, my like, relationships with myself and with other people. And I, I have this area of fitness that I want to change. And I, da, da, da. and I was like, focus on one area of change at a time. So when you're diving into this, we'll start kind of rolling through. But if you're someone who wants to change this summer, if you want to start making positive changes, you want to get yourself out of the yeah. funk that you're in, and you want to start to have that zone and momentum with your fitness and health, Start with one or two habits. Yes. So start small. Do not put so much on your plate that you can't figure out what to eat. Have you ever, have you ever been to, it's like Thanksgiving. Like, you ever, like you put so much on your plate in Thanksgiving, like there's the mashed potatoes, there's the sweet potatoes with marshmallows. If you're like me, love those. There's some stuffing, there's some gravy, there's some turkey. Maybe you already have your piece of pie and you sit down and you're like, what the hell do I eat first? It's like, you're better off to put one or two things and then decide. And it's the same thing, obviously here, like uh, obviously we're not comparing fitness or health to Thanksgiving dinner, but it's, it's seeing that if you put so much on your plate that you're overwhelmed with the process of changing, you're not going to change. You're going to pick and choose things and you're going to try to pick. It's like juggling. You're trying to juggle five different habits at the same time. It's not going to work. Yeah. And I think that it makes such a huge difference to have one habit. Like a couple family members of mine have been talking to for the past few weeks about just their, they're always talking to me about their, their health and their fitness and I like, what they're trying to lose weight or they're trying to do this and I love it. But the key things that we always come to, like no matter what family member it is, it's always like, Oh, well, have you started? Like, what have you started to do? It's like, Oh, well, I'm trying to go for a walk daily because they know me by now. That's what I always say. It's like, go for a walk daily. Great. How much weight have you lost? 12 pounds. Amazing. Mm. From just going for walks and being a little bit more mindful with food, like changing one meal a day. Like it's like, they, making such small changes is a great way to give yourself that like forward momentum because mm. that's all you need. It's not like you need a hit of like the most intense excitement and motivation in order to do anything. Mm. Like you can start building in one habit at a time and that makes huge progress in and of itself. 
with everything else that like we have in mind to give you guys for today. Yeah. Um, I think that's like the, the perfect place to start no matter well, where you're at. One thing that I, I was articulating before this is like, if you look at it, we have different lanes in our life. So we have like our relationships, we have our career, we have our health, we have our fitness, we have our leisure time. Like we have all these different things. And what we do is we try to put all our attention in one lane. Like, oh, I'm going to be only focused on health. But then what happens is Life. our actions don't actually equate to that. So we're like, oh, I'm trying to be all healthy, but I have to go to a birthday party. Oh, but uh, birthday parties mean cake, which means I can't be healthy. And we don't, we don't take the time to build one habit here that is streamlined. Like, right, we try to like compile all our attention into one lane. And what it's really about sometimes is having that one habit that keeps you in that lane. It's like you can walk, you can have one foot in here and one foot in there, rather than feeling like we have to jump each lane. Like you can have your attention and have your, your discipline and intention set on, hey, I went for a walk today. I've made the conscious decision to put myself in the lane of health. I've made the conscious decision to put myself in the lane of moving my body. Therefore, that's going to influence my decisions to eat different foods. Yes, like I, like one of my clients, Megan, was on here earlier, and she was, she might still be. She might still be. If she is, hi Megan, hit our button. But <laughs> I was talking to Megan today because she was she's going on vacation today. She's in the air probably right now, and I was like, listen, this is going to be the vacation that you leave feeling amazing from. Mm. Because so many people go on vacation and they come back and they just feel like garbage, and we've all been there. Like yeah. I, I like where you go on vacation, you drink the whole time, you or you, or you get food poisoning in Jamaica, or you get food poisoning in Jamaica. That was friend. But it's like I was telling her to be able to come back from vacation feeling amazing. You just need to make sure that you stay in your lane, your health lane, every day. So the way that what Brian's saying too, and combined with this thought is all she needs to do is wake up and meditate for three minutes. That's like just one thing that keep, helps keep her steady and move her body, whether that's a 10 minute walk, a tw two, an hour long workout, two hour workout, whatever, run, like she just needs to move. If she does those two things, her mind is, it stays focused no matter what is happening or what's available. Question for you. Question for me. What is one of your one of your habits that keeps you? So like Lindsay and I, we work remotely. Uh, we've traveled across the country multiple times and still been working with clients. We've moved across the country twice, um, but a lot of times we're still actively working while we're doing those things. And there's some habits that we keep, whether we're in like a hotel or an Airbnb in New Hampshire or or traveling across. Uh, this country to go to Texas from Los Angeles. What, what would you say is a habit that you have that no matter what you lean into? I always lean into, oh, there's so many at this point. They I said, compiled, I know at this point they've compiled <laughs> the most impactful habit I have is writing. Mm. I think that it's the one thing that if I do it, I feel so aligned or so much more aligned and organized that I feel like I can handle whatever kind of comes at me. But if I don't do that, at least like writing in my phone, then I'm like, what am I doing today? What is it like? What it? And I just feel like that, like, ugh, like, I don't know, like I'm sputtering out is how I feel if I don't like write down what the day is, is for for me. And then everything else compiles on top of that. Mm. What is, what is your most impactful? I was hoping you would ask. No. 
<laughs> I said I was hoping you would. I know. <laughs> um, I would say that it's twofold. There's a few different habits that I would say there's two habits that I've started to really build. But the one habit that changed my life is meditation. Um, I started meditating. I was living in my parents' house, graduated from college. I had no money and I had no idea what I was going to actually create, but I knew I wanted to build a successful company that helped people. And I was like, I have no idea what this is going to look like, but I knew that I had to master myself. And I read Tools for Titans. You can see it. Well, I'm going to grab it. So I read Tools for Titans by Tim Ferriss. And this is a great book for anyone who is looking to distill out the habits of extremely successful people. So he has people like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Tony Robbins, um, Jocko Wilnick. He's interviewed Kevin Hart. He's interviewed LeBron James. There's some really incredible people that he's interviewed and he distilled out their habits. And one of the habits that most successful entrepreneurs, most successful athletes, people who are entertainment, high performers have is meditation. And so I said, okay, well, if it's working for them, I, I think it'll work for me. And I started to meditate every day. And I really started to focus in on what, see, it's a cool book. It's a good thing I have them all here. <laughs> um, it, it, it started to really create clarity for me. And the thing I found is without meditation, I don't have a centered focus. And it's easy for me to be like, okay, well, I need to excuse me, I need to message back clients, I need to do this task, I need to do that task, there's five other things I need to do, and at the same time, I need to focus on all these pieces of my attention, because some days I'll have 25 clients who reach out to me, and it's like, okay, well, where is my attention going, and so being able to have the power and the, the, the fortitude to sit down and get still before I engage, is one of the most fundamental habits or one yeah. of the most impactful habits. And then moving my body. Like you I was, said only one. I well you said only one. Do you who wants I, to hear who me? wants to hear who wants habits? another habit? <laughs> you can <laughs> go. You hit can hard go. if you want as another long habit. As I get to do one too. Well, I would say just movement. Right? That's both of us in all fairness. So having the, the first part is studying the mind because if the mind is not steady it's twofold, right? It's like, you have to, I think it's easier for us because our profession is fitness. True. So we're constantly we're, thinking about we're, it. We're, well, it's, it's going to, it's going to happen regardless. And I find that sometimes for us, and I think for most people though, um, if you study the mind, the body will follow. So if you study the mind, the body will follow. If you, if you study yourself and you get centered, then it's easier to be like, okay, well, when am I going to exercise today? Rather than be like, yeah. exercise, but I still haven't stayed in my mind and I'm still feeling anxious, still yeah. feeling stressed. I'm not completely centered. And that influences your decisions more than the actual decisions. Mm -hmm. Meaning your emotions dictate the ability, the, your, your ability to follow through on the tasks that you want to follow through on. Mm -hmm. So if you are still stressed and you are feeling stressed, you're going to act in a way that's in accordance with that stress. It's the same thing with any other emotion. So I think that mastering the mind first, and sometimes it is mastering the body at the same time, like going out and hitting an intense workout for me is the one of the most freeing things that I can experience. So that kind of matters where you're at and what part of the journey you're on. But I think that those two habits of moving your body and getting set from there. But that's a good segue yeah. because what we really think too is like you have those habits, you have those set, and that's really about it's about making sure that you set your intentions every day, which is kind of what I was talking about. Like when I talk about writing, 
sometimes like at this point I've been, I tell my clients this and I need to make sure that it's more clear when I write at this point in my life, I just write, like, I don't know what I write about. I just write whatever's in my mind. Sometimes it's like, I'll, I'll write it like a page in a book. Like that's what it, in my mind, that's my prompt, write a page in your book. Mm -hmm. But for everyone who's just starting to get aligned, like this concept of like centering your mind or to like calm your mind before your day, still your mind, if that's all new to you, when I say write or we say write, it's setting your intentions for the day. And setting your intentions for the day is very simply what is going to make today a really great day for you? What is going to make you feel like you got to the end of the day and it was a 10 out of 10? Like we have clients, but when they first come in and work with us, we ask them in a pre-start survey, how fruitful or unproductive do you feel like your days are? And most people say that their days feel very unfruitful and unsatisfying. Yeah. And that is mostly due to the fact that they don't set up what is going to make the day a win. Yeah. Because there's no intention there. It's just like you roll through the day and then by the end of the day, you're like, was oh, today is kind of awful. Like, and there's no, there's never a checkpoint. Well, one important point there too is intention can be something that gets you lit up. Right, like you don't yeah. always have. Like I think it's set it to do list. Well, it, it, it's like people like see meditation, like oh, like I'm going to be f like meditating, I'm going to be centered oh, and calm, and it's like I meditate to some of my favorite hard rock songs. Like I'll put on right. songs that, as a former athlete, like I used to be a pitcher, and I would be in the zone and it was really intense, and I had three songs that I would consistently listen to before I took the mound. And now if I want to get back into that feeling of like power and strength and confidence, and I want to set that intention, I'll put one of those songs on and sit there and just zone in almost as if I was getting ready to take the mound. And so when you're talking about what you want to create for yourself and your intention, your intention can be to feel powerful. Your intention can be to crush the day. Yeah. Your intention can be to go through the day with focus and energy or joy and confidence yeah. or peace. Like you get to set the intention. And that's the beautiful thing is like you get to decide what you want to pull into your life. And it's seeing that all the experiences that you want are on the other side of your intention. So if you're sitting here and you're saying, okay, well, I'm going to start the day and it's going to be all right. And yeah, I know I'm going to push myself you're not really creating something for your reality. And if you decide from this point in your morning, let's say 6 a.m., 4 a.m., I, I choose 4 a.m. Uh, but if you sit there and you say, okay, what is today for? Yes. And you visualize just in a minute, right? Just a minute. If you're just sitting there being like, what do I want to feel, experience, and be today? Then you can go and start to create it. And then what it does is it acts as a North Star because then you can realize like, oh, I'm not doing the things that I set out to do today, and that's okay. I'm going to start doing that right now. And we've done that so many times. Yeah, the amount of times I've failed on, like, I fail every single day on doing something. Mm -hmm. I, I just, I just does. It, it happens yeah. over and over again. That's and great. some fail, some failures are like, oh, like I wanted to do, like yesterday, I had a bunch of things I wanted to get done, and I missed one of those targets out of the ten that were there. That's frustrating, but that's also reality. And so I'm not going to sit there and kick myself. I'm going to say, okay, well, that's the first priority tomorrow. I'm going to make sure that that gets done. And then you get to actually decide on how you're going to change the direction of the ship because not everything's perfect. Yeah. And, and when it comes to like why we're bringing this up for summertime, 
is that usually summertime is when you like get up and run out the door because mm -hmm. it's bright outside. No it's not, yeah, no intention. It's fun. It's like whatever. Even my clients who are like crushing it as entrepreneurs, they still would have the temptation to just get up, go to work, like go to the lake or whatever they're doing. Right. So it's like in the summertime specifically when it's bright out, right when you wake up, it's so important to sit your butt down, ask yourself what today is for. Mm -hmm. And then I say, write it because you can, especially if this is new for you, if you just think about it, like it's gone. And I can't read the comments from here. Like Dan's, uh, we have a bunch of, um, Dana said that she, it sounds like a cool book. Dana, I think you'll love it. Uh, Ian Hagen said that it is a great book. Everyone's commenting on the book. And then, um, Dana said that's me. And so it's about, uh, I think more about the intention. And then, um, Dan said that the greatest, the best thing that I, I taught him was to not stay bummed out if you fail. Yes. Yes. So when it comes to that, those intentions, it's like intention is what Brian said. What do I want to experience today? What is my North star today? Is it peace, joy, calm? Like what, what do I want to feel today? But at the same time, it's also like, what are those few big targets that if you hit them, you're going to be like, boom, I crushed it today. Like for, for us in our team, like our fitness project team, our employees and us, we always write our intentions for the day. And it's usually like a list of like five to seven things that were like, it's not just a laundry list. Like no. I need to go to the grocery store. I I need to this. Media. Yeah. No, it's like, it's like, I want to have a 10 out of 10 uh, training session with my client X. I want to go on the best six mile run today where I really push myself. I want to make like sure that each one of our clients is taken care of. And yes. And it's like by setting up those specific intentions that are a little deeper than like, I want to go to the grocery store and like do laundry today. It's like, I want to have the, the an organized, beautiful space in my house today. Like that's completely different than I, I'm going to do laundry today. That's on my checklist, mm -hmm. right? So setting intention is creating excitement around your day. It's create. I think that's the biggest thing is it creates excitement and it creates focus. Mm -hmm. And regardless of whether what season it is or how busy you are, if you have that focus and those intentions, you're going to be able to knock it out of the park every single day, mm. no matter where you are or what you're doing. Well, and it's, it's seeing that it's, it's a compounding effect. It's like a habit. It's like in atomic habits, uh, it talks about having the compounding effect in Ta-da! I should start just getting affiliate codes and just promoting books. It should just, it should just start happening. Um, but what we want to really focus on is building habits that, that can compound because habits are like compound interest. You start one day and then, the next day, next day, next day, and all of a sudden you're able to do things that you never thought were possible because you have the habit. Rather than being like, I'm going to go and exercise six days this week. I'm going to be perfect for my nutrition. It's like, right. whoa, 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 settle down. That's not going to help you. And you're going to put so much pressure on yourself that you're going to pop. Right. And it, it's seeing that there's certain ways to approach it. And by setting your intention in your days and it can be setting your intention before an experience like before you go into an event but by setting your intention it makes it easier to get closer to the target well i think because you don't always hit the target and it's like okay i set my intention this day i got five percent better but at least i got five percent that's right. better than zero right. and okay the next day I'm, i have 95 percent of the way to go okay i'm gonna get another five percent and before you know it you can close those gaps in a very rapid way and I think that that's the power and intention. But I think that the other piece that's really important is if like you're thinking of when, okay, oh, I have my two habits, 
I set my intention. Now, how do I actually follow through? Right, because follow through is such a big challenge for yeah. so many well, people. Well, because this is really, this sounds nice, right? I'm going to pick right. one or two habits. Like, yes, I'm I want to be. I'm going to set my intention. I'm going to do I all the self-help. I'm going to do all the yeah. personal development things. I'm going to set my intention and that's right. going to be perfect. It's like, no, not just that. So that's one piece. That's how you're taking care of yourself. That's you setting your aim. But the second thing is set the schedule. So if you make an appointment with yourself to go to the gym, or you make an appointment with yourself to prep your healthy food, if you make an appointment with yourself to follow through on the task that you set, it's gonna actually allow you to step forward. So it's like set the foundation of the habit, set the foundation of the intention, and then step beyond that and say, okay, I'm gonna go to the gym twice this week, go to the gym three times this week, 4 a.m. I'm waking up at this time, this day, and it's actually going to happen. Because a lot of times what we do is we say, okay, I'm going to start exercising. I'm going to start making this happen. I'm just going to will it into existence. And that's not enough. You actually have to schedule it because what gets measured actually gets managed. Mm -hmm. Ooh, it's like mic drop. But with um, scheduling, I agree with everything Brian said. It's so, so important. And I had to, I had to make, not break. I had to like drag Brian into scheduling. That was true. He was not perfect either. For two guys. years, I never had a schedule. I was like, for you, like five years of my life. I was like, you need a calendar, sir. You yeah. have calls all the time. You have all these responsibilities and you're not scheduling anything. Yep. And things weren't happening. He was feeling like he wasn't successful every day. He was feeling like he wasn't accomplishing his tasks. And it was like, you need to use Google Calendar. For never example. use the schedule. Never use a planner, never use anything. But so raise your I hand say, raise true. your hand if you are not who the queen of organization. Who like give us a heart if you do not have a schedule, and that's fine. But like, we want to hear. I know there's 10 of you guys on here on Facebook Live, and I want to know if you use a schedule or not. But scheduling is so important because. You, and we see this now in our own lives more than ever. I think that when you're younger, you can get away with it because things are scheduled for you. Yeah. Like if you're in college, well, especially before quarantine, right? Yeah, if you're if you're if you're younger, this you usually have your life pretty scheduled. And then in quarantine, even us like adults, all the scheduling got blown out of the water. So it wasn't like oh, I work from nine to five. It was like oh, I start when I wake up and I finish when I finish, and that became much more of a challenge. And so even for us, like. I, if I don't schedule in a, a one hour session or run, I can make it happen, but the likelihood of it being what I want it to be is way low. It plummets if it's not actually in my calendar yeah. and booking an appointment with myself. So uh, there was another point I had, but I can't remember it. Well, I think the important thing is that if you haven't started with your schedule, then schedule one or two things. Do not feel like you have to schedule everything. Do not create a prison for yourself. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that helped me was Jordan Peterson talks about scheduling and creating a calendar and using Google Calendar. And what he says is it's not a prison. It's designing the ideal day that you can have based yes. off of where you're at right now and based off of the day that you want to have. So there's some responsibilities that you're going to have and you need to follow through on those. But you also get to choose the responsibilities. Like you get to choose whether or not you go to the gym. You get to choose whether or not you eat healthy. You get to make those choices. And when you schedule something, you can articulate what it is that you actually want to do. And, and, so, and so you can lean into that 
in a smaller way without feeling like you have to set the whole week, the whole day, because then that becomes daunting to, to try to overhaul. Yeah. And I think that we're going to do an entire podcast about scheduling and time management because even the most successful people we know struggle to get everything into their day because they have so many things on their plate and that's completely understandable. Whether you feel like you have everything on your plate or nothing on your plate right now, it's still challenging to manage your time and it's a skill to develop. It's not like you're either born organized or you're not. Like that's not how it works. The answer is you're not. <laughs> you vouch. You vouch. Well, some would say like, and my parents would be like, oh, you're so mechanically inclined. You're so organized. But it's taken like, years of practice and iteration to create a schedule for myself that actually works yeah. and it still has to be refined yeah, all the time. You can, I mean, you can be inclined to have a mechanical mind without being organized, like, or, or op true. optimally organized or having a schedule. Like, true. so just, I, I don't think that it's something you're, you're naturally, uh, you're not inclined to learn how to manage your time, especially when your time is yours. <laughs> that is very true. I know plenty of very mechanically inclined people who do not have a schedule. So that's valid. And it, one thing to note too, is even if you have a schedule, I'm still talking to you because- You. I, Are you talking you, to me? You. Me? You? You out there inside of the microphone. But I have clients who do have a schedule. They're pretty organized in other areas of their life, but then they're like, oh, I don't know why. I just can't find the time to like do X or Y. Like I just- I like I, I set it as an intention every week. I just I really want to, and I'm like, is it in your calendar? You're like, mm, no, no, it's not. And it's like you have to really like have that check and balance with yourself because if you're not doing it, it's there's a million reasons maybe like quote why. But in this conversation, if it's not on your calendar and you're not doing it, start there. <laughs> if you're not scheduling a workout and if you're not scheduling time to cook, no, if you're not scheduling dinners, like it's not going to happen. Like I haven't had dinner scheduled in my calendar and have we made dinner in the past like four days? No, it's been not, not really. Last night we had an apple and popcorn for dinner. And I had yogurt. <laughs> it was very, very elaborate, but that just goes to show like no matter how organized you are, unless you have, what you want to accomplish, such as a workout or cooking or whatever, wellness habit, unless it's scheduled, you're not going to do it. It's not because you're weak. It's not because you are like lazy. Yeah. It's you, you're just a person with responsibilities and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like I just, that's okay. And so the next point, once you schedule things, so starting off, look at the habit that you want to build. If you want to get back in the zone, build one or two habits. The second thing is set your intention. What do you want to experience throughout the day, throughout the week, or in the moment? The third thing is schedule it, right? Set yourself up so you can actually articulate what you're going to do and follow through on it. And then the last point is hit pause throughout the week. So Lindsay and I talk about hitting pause. It's something that we uh, promote with our clients. We teach them meditation. We teach them mindfulness. And hitting pause is the ability to sit, observe, and see what's happening in your day, in the present moment, and throughout your week. And so if you're not having the week, or the day, or the month, or the experience, whatever it is, if you're not experiencing what you want, that's okay. Don't judge it, but hit pause and ask, what do I want to experience that I'm not experiencing right now? What do I want to be doing in my daily life that I'm not following through on? Am I holding up 
my end of the bargain and am I following through? And the great thing about doing this without judgment is that you get to then decide what the next step is. And so if I'm not doing it, if I'm not actually creating the momentum that I want, if I'm not following through, I, I sometimes see the day has four different parts. So rather than seeing it as, oh, today's, today's what day is it? It's Wednesday. It's like today, yeah. today is a Wednesday. Okay, well, Wednesday is shot because up to 5 p.m. I didn't do all the things I want to do. It's like, hey, I still have four hours here. What would make the next four hours feel like I was starting the next day mm -hmm. off the right way? Yeah. What would make the next four hours feel fulfilling? Yeah. And I, can I say something? Yeah. Can we finish your point? No, my okay. point so this happened literally to me last night. Like I had set up all my intentions, right? It's, oh, I think it was like 7.45. Like I finished my last coaching call at 7.45 last night. And I was like, Oh, I didn't hit like one of my major intentions I wanted to do, which I wanted to send feedback to all of the clients that had responded to my feedback. It was just that those email chains, you know how they go. And I was like feeling frustrated with myself because it was 745 and I was like telling myself all these things like, oh, it's so late. The day's already over. Okay. Maybe I can just find time tomorrow. And I ended up just being like, Hey, listen, like you can still win today. Sit down focus for 30 minutes and then today is going to be a win and you're going to feel so proud of yourself and by having that pause to be like wait what is going on in my head is that even true can i do this i was able to actually complete everything i wanted to yesterday mm -hmm. and it felt so good even if it was a little bit different than i originally like intended it to be done by 9 a.m yeah well and it's about not being and we had a we had a great um point that actually someone used this in the fitness project they had a, a, an experience that started off their day with stress. They were stressed, they were stressed, they were stressed, they were stressed, and they were allowing that to dictate their emotions throughout the whole day. And she emailed me and she said, hey, like this is what I experienced and midway through the day, I sat myself down, I meditated for one minute, and I asked myself, what do I want the rest of the day to look like? And this was on a Friday, where she was gonna have a bunch of parties, have a bunch of people over her house, and she meditated, she got herself back in the zone. She, as a byproduct of that, was in a state of gratitude because she was like, actually, I have a lot to be grateful for. All these things are going really well. I'm in this great zone. And as a byproduct of that decision, her weekend, she stayed mindful with her food. She didn't overeat, she didn't beat herself up. She didn't judge herself for missing one workout even though she had crushed it all week. She didn't kick herself when she was down. And her weekend went phenomenally. Right. The great thing that happened is as a byproduct of that, she showed up on our call and was so excited about what she had done. She's like, I sat myself down and I finally got it. Mm -hmm. And what's great is she ended up losing weight. She ended up hitting all her targets. And as I told her, I was like, that was a life changing decision. Mm -hmm. Now that sounds really heavy, right? Like, oh, it's a life changing decision. Your life doesn't change from one point to point 100. Your life changes by making incremental decisions. Your life changes by deciding how you're gonna show up and consistently following through on that. Mm -hmm. and, it does, and another life-changing decision is when things don't go right, you don't make them worse. You don't consciously make them worse because you realize that you're in control of you. And being in control of you might only be one small decision. 
might only be one small choice to not eat the extra piece of cheesecake. It might be the, the decision to wake up the next day and not put yourself in a negative or toxic environment with yourself. But that's how you change your life. That is a life-changing decision because if she didn't do that, she would have had a totally different weekend. She would have had a totally different experience on her call. Her check-in would have been different. My feedback would have been different. And she would have had more different momentum going into the next week. She would have told herself like, oh, I wasted my time. I wasted my money. I've wasted all these things because I'm a failure. And instead, she made the conscious, conscious decision to change. And so when we talk about hitting pause, if you're an experience that isn't going the right way, that's okay. You're allowed to hit pause. You're allowed to change your direction. And ultimately that's how you build habits and you start to get yourself back in the zone with your fitness and health. Yeah, I love that. And a small aside, I think that when we're trying to get back in the zone and we're trying to rebuild those habits, it's like we start telling ourselves that it's gonna be hard, this hard, forever and that's just not the case you build those small habits incrementally like you said yeah. so, so that is our podcast today that's what we're focusing on and so feel free to comment on the live stream your questions feel free to let us know how this reached you if you're listening to on, on itunes if you're listening to this on itunes feel free to screenshot this and shout us out in your stories we love hearing how this is impacting you we'd love to connect with you all um, Thank you all for tuning in. Anything else you want to add? No, we'll see you soon. Awesome. Thank you so much. Cheers. Bye. Thank you for tuning in today to my journey. I hope this episode brought some value and light into your life. If you love this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes and shout us out on your Instagram stories so we can share this message with as many people as possible. And if you're ready to start your own journey, reach out to me at brianpickwitz.com forward slash start. And until next time, thank you again. And remember, the journey starts with you. I'll see you guys.